everybody to the car cast, our last one for another week because the stars are never home anymore. Owen Newkirk, Sean Shapiro, the award-winning car cast. Why? Because we gave ourselves awards. Who cares, right? Best uh, best car cast voting DFW. Yes, best car cast in DFW. Unanimous vote. Yes, unanimous vote. I don't think there were a lot of voters, but we sure voted. But it was unanimous, and uh, it was uh, we're, we're quite proud of that honor. Most honked at, most cut off in lanes car casts, maybe? Or do we do more honking than honked at? Uh, I think we're dealing with, I think the driver skill of us overrates the ones that we drive next to. It's a poor way of phrasing that. Okay. Um, Speaking of a really important moment, the Stars needed a win tonight, John. Very much so. But they needed a performance as much. Obviously, you want the result, but... To get back home briefly, you said this feels like a road game for you. You go right from the road to home and back to the road. You were in, what, Dallas for 30 hours or so? Yeah, I have a uh, I have a flight at 6.15 a.m. to Denver tomorrow. Yep, you so don't get the luxury of the team charter either. I, so. I don't, but thankfully the uh, Denver City Marriott is not booked completely, so I have a room waiting for me Which at 10 a.m. could be tough considering I believe the Broncos are home on Sunday, so you'd think that that'd be a busy weekend if there's a lot of... I think they're playing the Steelers. Yeah, but... And I, I, uh, they, they travel well. You know yeah, that. Yeah, but I, I guess I got in the room. I don't... I mean, the hotel's not booked, so I'm happy. All right, so here you go. Also, the Denver airport is like is like hours away from the city. It's very far. Yeah, it's a long way from where the hotel is for the team, I know. So, yeah. It's out there. It's not downtown, that's for sure. Yes. Tonight, Stars beat the Ottawa Senators in a game that was both one-sided and really close at the same time. Yes. And turned out to be a really fun game from a neutral perspective. And ultimately, for a Stars fan, they won. But it really shouldn't have gotten as close as it got. But let's get to that later. So we go through a first period, 1-1 game. Uh, Ryan Dezingle scores on the first scoring chance. And you're thinking, "Uh uh-oh, here we go. And play where uh, Stars actually shorted this up a little bit as the game went along, but play where all of the stars did not pick up the man in the slot. One of those where a guy in between one one Ottawa Senator in the middle of four players and someone's got to get a stick on him. Great pass by Bobby Ryan. Yes. Who, oh, yes. Good play. I'll tell you what, Sean. He had three assists tonight. He would have easily been maybe the number one star on another evening with how he played, but they lost by two goals, so yeah. he isn't, but... Uh, really nice play. It was the it was one of the early shifts for Taylor Fadoon and Joel Hanley. Mm-hmm. I thought Hanley got caught a little bit trying to be composed with the puck and ended up not moving it as quickly in that corner. So it stayed in the zone. They cycled it around and led to that I goal. I think that's But fair. it may be a little harsh. Yeah. I mean, how much has Hanley played with Taylor Fadoon? Not at all. Never? Tonight was right? the first night. Because they over, Hanley was up before Fadoon was in Cedar Park. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. I mean, talk about something new. Yeah, Hanley actually got called up the day that uh, the day Hanley, Hanley was called up on on uh, uh, November twelfth. They traded for Fadoon on November thirteenth. Yeah. So, so I mean, they were literally learning each other today because they weren't. Yeah. They didn't practice before morning skate today was the first time. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, uh, but the stars get one back, and uh, the top line really led the charge in the first period. They were They're all good. over the offense. Start. And Sagan had a pass from the right corner basically parallel to the goal line to Radulov who almost scored. Mm-hmm. And I thought, 
I think Anderson got a piece of that one. He made a couple yeah. of saves with the blocker and with the top of his stick. Anderson was really good in the first period. He was the difference yeah. there. And then, again, in that right wing corner, Sagan snaps one to Jamie Ben, And it was so quick that Ben was celebrating almost as if it was a road game because it was almost silent in the building. Nobody yeah. knew it was in. And there was this, even a hes- kind of a funny moment, there was a hesitation before the arena crew put the goal horn on. And there was sort of this delayed, oh, should we be celebrating? From the fans, even. And uh, eventually the Stars fans realized that Jamie Benn snapped a seven-game goal streak, which I think is really important for the captain. Yeah, it's big for them. I mean, it's you talk about goal scoring, you talk about... It, it's confidence. It's not just confidence. It's for whatever it is, it's also... You feel a little bit luckier, too. Like, once one goes in, yep. second one feels a lot easier... Things start bouncing your way. I mean, take, uh, I mean, Miro Heiskanen for today, for example, today. First goal, great goal. Second one gets a little bit of help on the luck on the luck on it, but you get one, they start they start to come in bunches. It seems like I got to bring in a digression yeah. to the car cast, which this is what the car cast is for. Um, we're we're playing through some pretty tough conditions at the moment. Um, I'm going with skunk right now. Yeah, but it's the a, earlier part, right before we made the merge part of the 35 North. It smelled like sewage. It's been, yeah, it's been a tough olfactory here. It's, in the, it, in is the not a, it is not. Uh, the smells are not positive. The smells are affecting your yeah. word choices yes. too. Yes, yeah. Your cognitive abilities to come up with the right vernacular is yeah. not there. So you know what? I don't. That, I don't. I don't have a list with me. <laughs> that being said, <laughs> we are going to power through. Yes. We may breathe through our mouths for the rest of the night, yeah. but nonetheless, uh, second period now it's one one. Looked like the Stars were really not in a good way at that point. No. Um, and a, another quick goal. And it's 2-1. And you're sitting there thinking, Sean, because the, the, the Senators had a bunch of chances. This one could get away from them in a hurry because Ottawa plays a very uh, unorthodox, sort of chaotic style. It's, it's, it's very, actually, speaking of unorthodox and chaotic, we I was on your pregame show today as a fill-in. Dynamite drop in yes. too. For uh, for Bruce for and for getting the hook, but for about five minutes, and we, I brought that up before the game where this is not the Ottawa team that reached the conference final where far from it. Where they were they trapped you to they trapped you to death and just let and then played for that one break. They the defense all of them jump in. It's not just in the past. Eric Carlson would be the one guy who would be pushing the play. They all really of them jumped to Carlson a yeah. lot, didn't they? Yeah. For, for as far as offensive production, of course Carlson played close to thirty minutes yeah. tonight. Yeah, but now all of them jump in. Um, they really good. like Shabbat. He's I a think Bourgeois also got yeah. something there. Uh, they got rid of Chris Weidman, mm-hmm. traded him for what? A couple bags uh, of bucks. Sixth, sixth round pick, I think, and like. Like feels like thirty years from now. I don't it's, know anything on this, Sean, but you almost have to think and wonder. Weidman was part of the the ill-fated Uber. He was riding video shotgun in the Uber video and had some pointed comments about the coaching staff. It may not have been. He hadn't played well and didn't yeah. have a lot of production. But I'll, I'll tell you this: that video should not, never have come out. Oh yeah. But if and we said this before, maybe we even said it on the carcast. So forgive me if I repeat myself. But if you think. That's rough to hear players talking negatively about coaches. You should hear what coaches and, and front office executives talk about players that aren't playing well. Yeah, I mean, everyone, people vent on both sides of the situation. All the time. And all the time. It is, people, 
think about for people listening at home. You probably vent about your boss at some point when you drive home from work. Undoubtedly, yes. So it's it happens. It's it's just it's unfortunate it got out, and it's it, but it's just one of those things where it just feels like anything that can happen will happen negatively with the senators this season. Right, and they're going through issues with trying to come up with a building, mm-hmm. uh, a different one than the one not in Ottawa. It's in Canada, really. Yeah. But you know, 45 minutes away from downtown Ottawa. Again, this is not the Senators car cast, so we'll move on. But, yeah, there are there are badly some issues, but they do have some fun players. Uh, so it's it's 2-1, Ottawa with the lead in the second period, and you're thinking this could be real trouble. Yeah. And, boy, I said this wasn't the game winner tonight, but Miro Haskinen's first of two goals tonight on – after what felt like an eternity of Radulov holding the puck in the offensive zone, they're actually changing their defense. Yeah, the speed of of the, the quickness of catch and release from Hawk, uh, from Haskinen made this goal happen. Yes, because Craig Anderson could not get over get square and set to the shot. And it was it was something where I went back and rewatched it a couple times after just after Monty brought up in the post game about with it, the puck was kind of knuckling. That is not a puck. That is not a puck that typically can get off cleanly like that. And it was not on... Because he's a left-handed shooter, mm-hmm. this was a catch, pivot, and shoot. It wasn't a one-timer. Yeah. It's even harder to get away that quickly. It was impressive. It was. And here's the thing. Monty said this in the post-game, Sean. To you guys, yeah. you heard it. We listened to it on our post-game show broadcast. They're not surprised by Miro Hayskin anymore, but it's what it's not surprise. It's a wow moment. Yeah. Because even though they expect him to do amazing things, even for such a young age, he still does something that makes everybody go, oh, wow. I talked to someone about it today from a different organization, and the interesting thing that they brought up was other people see Miro Heishkinen play, and they wa- and other coaches watch him play now, and they think, that kid must have just played the best game of his career. Yes. And that is something where other people, and that, and that is... It's going to get out eventually. It's going to get out eventually, but right now, other people around the league... They watch him play, and they say, wow, that's a 19-year-old kid playing above what a 19-year-old kid could be. Eventually, it's going to get to the point where people around the league are going to see, this is what he does every night. It's not that he just played well against your team or the team you see all the time. He does this every night. It's incredible. Um, I'm really looking forward to the eventual matchup with uh, Rasmus Dahlin and the the Sabres, Mm -hmm. who have been one of the biggest surprises in the NHL right now. They're right... They're just a couple points behind the best record in the league. That's right, the Buffalo Sabres. Mm-hmm. So watch out for them. But uh, Darlene versus Haskin is going to be a lot of fun. Uh, much more recent yeah. will be at the end of this road trip, Darlene, uh, Haskin versus Pedersen. Yes. Who will probably, if he keeps up his point production, run away with the call. Probably. Uh, because but, everybody loves offense. Yes. And speaking of uh, speaking of ex-Buffalo players. Uh, <laughs> speaking uh, of yes, what, uh, what a segue. Yes. Um, 13 days ago, Fadoon gets arrives from Dallas in a trade, and basically what was almost for a bag of pucks, it may not equate into anything, but he has to play 25 games for... Plays for, less tonight? Yeah. It could be. Maybe. I mean, I was really impressed with Taylor He was Fadoon's He was really good. He um, he scored the he scored the goal that was a nice finish, um, really nice setup by Devin Shore, who looked really good in his first game back. Which, by the way, if you recall, you were there. Mm-hmm. After the end of the... Uh, the recorded interview with Devin, he said to you, I'm not going to be the one that's out there dangling guys. Yes. And then what does he do? He dangles Ben Harper mm-hmm. and then makes a great setup, hits Fadoon, who just happens to go 
backhand shelf yeah. for his first Dallas Stars goal and third career NHL. I mean, that. Gavin Bayreuther got his first NHL goal tonight, an empty netter at yeah. the uh, end of the game. And it doesn't matter how it is. He's still going to be thrilled to do it. It's an NHL goal. But Taylor Fadoon, that's a goal he can talk about for a really long time as being a fancy NHL goal. Yes. That was uh, that was a nice goal. And it was he, – he really acquitted himself well. It was – I just laughed. We talked to him after the game. He was – he spent this afternoon going through the roster with headshots, making sure he remembered everyone's name. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, is actually something – People don't realize when he, he doesn't know the team, he's trying to learn the players, and it's tough to do when you haven't had a chance to practice with them. And he, he the first time he met Devin Shore was today. <laughs> like, right? It's not like there was any pre pre chemistry or anything like that. First time he met Devin Shore today, and then first because time of he how, met Joel Hanley because of how his Devin D partner. Yes, like. This it, is ridiculous, and yet he really looked composed. He really did. There were a lot of reasons why Fadoon could have had a shaky game, and he looked every bit of a 30-year-old uh, yes. veteran AHL defenseman with 45 or now 47 career NHL games under his belt. Yeah, he looked good. So that was a big goal, Sean. That was 3-2. We go to the third period with the lead. Obviously, the difference between having the lead going into the third and being tied or behind is a huge difference for any team. Stars, no exception. But they quickly crank out two more goals. Haskinen gets his second. We what? thought it was going to be the Spezza drive-by. Yeah. Turned out to be off of an Ottawa defender, I think. Yes. Anyway, so he's get, he gets two goals on the night. 4-2 and then 5-2. You're feeling pretty good about yourself. Yeah. And then, I don't want to say... It was, it was interesting how the Ottawa... It was, they didn't come back all the way, but how they started the comeback push for Ottawa. It wasn't like there was... It wasn't like they took the game over. It was well, the, the third goal was just sort of a, yeah. a screenshot that went in. You go, oh. Yeah. But here's the problem. 5-3 lead. Two-goal lead, third period. I, I get the Stars had momentum, and they were trying to get number six and put this one away. How they let up a two-on-one odd man rush in the third period at that point with a two-goal lead is just baffling. It was That's something that, that the Stars can't do. They can't pinch trying to and, make a play at that point of the game. And it was one of the few odd man rushes they actually allowed this game. Like, they actually did a good job limiting There weren't them. many. There was one early in the game where Brady Kachuk absolutely I, made a meal. I, I, counted three, I counted three odd man rushes against them. Okay. Which, would, which actually, technically, by Jim Montgomery standards, that achieves what they needed to do. Barely. Barely. No, barely. Barely, I mean, barely but barely, it did. But, right. but, but you, there are, so there's a degree of magnetism of how much individual ones you can't allow it in that situation. Well, and that one was tough because Bobby Ryan, we talked about before, made an unbelievable pass through, was it Pollock? Yes. And hit Zach Smith for a backdoor goal. And Smith, all he had to do was put his stick out there and it's in the net. Yeah. And suddenly it went from 5-2 to two to 5-4. to four, And you're thinking, uh-oh, this yeah. is not good. Because there were still, what, 10 minutes left? Uh, about 8. 8 minutes yeah. left? So enough time yeah. that this could easily go sour in a hurry. Yeah. And then... Then the Stars did a final... It, there were still chances for Ottawa, but the Stars... That was where it could have fallen apart, and they didn't fall apart. Right. And I thought they did a good job of finally closing things down. 
Um, Gavin Bayruther gets the empty netter with 2.10 remaining, and then... Let's talk about that real quick. Yeah. Jason Dickinson loses the faceoff in the right circle of the Stars' D zone. Extra attacker on the ice for the, uh, the Senators. But the play of a guy who I thought had a heck of a game tonight, Matias Yanmark, immediately jumps from the hash mark up to the point man, gets in his face, allows Bayreuther then to jump in and win his one-on-one battle and fire it down from just inside the blue line. Yeah. I mean, it was a great play by Bayreuther, but he doesn't even have that opportunity if Yanmark isn't that fast off the line. I thought Yanmark was good tonight. I thought overall he had I agree. a really good game. Um, and then once they have the two-goal lead, they had a bit of fun trying to get Miro the hat-trick. And it was, you could tell they were doing it, too. Yeah. They had the one where he hit the post from... Well, Shore almost had yeah. one. He just missed. And then, that would have been a big feather in his cap. Miro tonight. hit the post, and then late with about 30 seconds left in the game, they tried to throw the high flip to Miro to have him. And the he senator went running forward and, and, too. And the, and the senator, and the senators basically tried to box him out with like three of them. <laughs> well, I was a little bit surprised that Miro was the first guy jumping up in that. You knew what they were trying to do. Yeah. But hey, two goal lead, you can get, you can take that shot. So it was. Uh... <laughs> Overall, it was a it was a good it was a good road win at home. Almost that's what it feels like. Yeah. Like, um, and I thought tonight. How about Hayskin and moving back to the power the top power play unit? I thought he looked much better once they realized what kind of game he was playing. Mm-hmm. That top unit they didn't score in the third period or in the second period. Excuse me, when they had that power play, but they looked every bit about willing to score. Yes. All right, lightning round. Yeah, let's go to the lightning right. round. We'll, so that we'll, was our our big recap. Long one though, because yeah, the long game. Ten goals. I mean, real quick, just as far as the recap. I mean, I we th- skipped over the Blake Como tip. Yeah. From Lindell and the we didn't really talk much about the Senators' second goal. So. Yeah. Well, we'll go to the lightning round. Yeah, lightning let's, round. Let's do this. By the way, four goals allowed. I thought Hudobin was excellent. I thought he was pretty good. Yeah. I uh, much better than the the Pittsburgh game, which again wasn't his fault. But yeah. You're always interested to see how your goal is going to respond to getting lifted, and he looked great. So, Chris Howard says, over the last two games, so tonight and the 5-1 win against Pittsburgh, which performance is closer to reality for the Stars team? And please don't say somewhere in the middle. Boy, that was my initial reaction. Okay, so we can't say that. I mean, come on. The only time the Stars have really been out of it going into the third period, or if you want, even the second period, was the Wednesday-Pittsburgh game. So I would say that the Ottawa game is much closer to what the real Stars lineup is. Yeah, I mean, it's, Pittsburgh was more of an anomaly. If, if, if you're taking somewhere in the middle, it's. I mean, both games are kind of an anomaly. You're not going to play the Ottawa Senators every game. No, and you're not going to blow six by the Islanders every game either. So, but I think they're better than the Rangers game at, where they were tired. I think they're better than the uh, the Pittsburgh game where they really looked awful. Like we, it's been a long. So I think back to. We saw what Dallas did tonight against Ottawa, and I think back to earlier in the season where they actually did this against Winnipeg, which way way earlier in the season. But that because, was a big game for them. Because of that, this game is in. Since you won't let us say somewhere in the middle, this game is closer to what the Stars Why are. Are we getting restrictions game. here? This is know. our car cast. Come on, yeah. Chris. Yeah. So. Let's go to the next question. Randall Beasley says, Is it a foregone conclusion that Honka will be set free? And if so, will another org give him a shot or merely shuttle him off to their farm? Well, my first answer is the Stars are not going to just place Julius Honka on waivers. Correct. There's no way. If they decide that they want to cut loose Honka, there will be a trade. He'll yes. be involved somewhere in that. Because even if the value of Honka within the stars' minds or others has diminished from the last couple years. Remember, there was a time where we were hearing reports that the stars were looking at Rangers backup Cam Talbot 
mm-hmm. and the Rangers were not going to put up with anything less than Honka involved in that trade. The Stars said no, like they did with Haskinen and Carlson. Yes. I mean, hindsight is a different animal. There's no doubt that you want to keep Haskinen, but uh, I don't think Dallas is just going to let uh, Honka uh, go like that. He's not going to be waived, um, but if, if it gets to the point... It would be disappointing return, but just think what happened with Jamie Alexia. Yeah, that's yeah. that's that's the. But it might be part of a bigger package. It if could that's be the case. But it could look, be. we're not there yet. It could be, but because maybe the most demoralizing thing to hear tonight, Sean, is that Mark Mathot's not going on the trip. Yes. Again, uh, Carrick a little ways off because he's healing from a broken bone. Klingberg's several weeks away from the same thing. We don't know anything about where Johns is at. I saw no, him tonight. Yeah, but I mean, maybe. again. It could be a couple of days. It could be a couple of months. But he's not going on the trip. Not going on the trip, so that's not encouraging. And then, look, Mark Mathot, really, I want to be optimistic about him. I just, I don't know. Yeah. Um, Let's see. From Andrew Gifford. One record for number of rookies to get their first goal in a season. That's something we'll need. Or we don't. We need a uh, stat tracker. Yeah, we're gonna have to dive deeper into that. Um, This power play. What is it gonna take to fix it? Um, I think we saw some things tonight. Um, you're inches away from scoring where Sagan hits the bar. Um, yep. Then there's also... Radulov had a bunch of chances. Anderson made a really nice save on Radulov going left to right. Yep. Uh, I think there's a lot to build on from tonight. The first unit, I think, is once Heishkinen realizes how he needs to play with them, I think they'll be okay. The key is just getting a second unit that does anything at all, and right now they don't have that. And Devin Shore plays the way he does tonight, Sean. He's going to be a big part of that yep. because that was basically what Monty said when Shore got hurt. He said, I don't know what my second power play unit is, but Shore's the only mainstay for sure. I wonder if you might see a little Fadoon uh, Lindell. Maybe. Uh, well, maybe. I think they might be He was good. Um, but... You may see that shuffling. Will Haskinen stay on there? If he plays like he did tonight, Haskinen is back on that top unit for sure. If not, there's some openings. And I thought, again, one of Fadoon's strengths was he, to some extent, like Klingberg, has the ability to make these little feints and get a quick shot away that gets through that first layer mm-hmm. and causes a lot of havoc with tips and deflections, and that could be fun. Yeah. Next one, we'll go to uh, Stefan, Stefan Dreyer. Hi guys, could you explain the injury call-up salary cap situation a bit more now having to call up so many players affect the Stars cap situation? I'll go through this real quickly. This is exhausting. This, this, here, is, so. this is one that it'll be much easier if you're looking at it on paper, but just for the quick Spark Notes version, the Stars are extremely tight against the cap right now. Yes. They have a little bit of flexibility right now because Martin Hansel is long-term IR. But long-term IR, there's a common misconception that when a guy's on long-term IR, you get that cap space for the rest bank of the season. That. You don't. You don't bank that. If you, the time he's on long-term, unless he stays there, unless the he stays the there for the rest of the season. Once Martin Hansel plays, and they plan on they're planning on him playing around maybe December fifteenth, we can probably use as a somewhat realistic keep goal now. These dates around, but, but it's going to be a couple weeks. Mid-December, um, then when that happens, they will have to make up for it. And so right now. Basically, it comes down to the Stars are extremely tight against the cap. They have a 23-person limit, and every single day they have this many players on the roster makes it harder and harder to make a trade later in the year. Yes, just, it does. Just, and so, in all reality, if the Stars are going to make a trade, this salary cap situation lays it out where they're going to have to move a lot of money to get it Right. Done. It's not just as simple as moving a prospect and a pick. It's mm-hmm. going to involve multiple probably multiple facets of NHL roster players to subtract to then add somebody. If they do that. But you know what, Sean? Uh, 
when you talk about getting Martin Hansel back, Mark Mathot back, Stephen Johns maybe for the first time of the year, Carrick, Klingberg, that's a huge amount of add. Yes. So there's a lot that they think this team might be if they could just avoid the injury bug for a while. One from tonight, um, Car- from, from Dylan. Carquest question as someone who wasn't there tonight. If you could sum up that game in one word for someone who wasn't there, what would it be? Fun. Right? Yeah. I would... Uh, exciting. I mean, exciting, was, fun, exciting. Um, that's one word, though, so we're, we're throwing out three. I mean, yeah. My first thing would say would be a three-word answer. High event hockey. Yeah. But that's why I said fun. Yeah. We I, like scoring chances. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, fun. fun's a good word for it. Um, let's see. We have a couple more. Let me make sure I get all of them. We also have from, for tomorrow, from Ryan. Do you see Monty continuing to sit Richie and Tonka for tomorrow, or is that purely for matchup reasons? Also, perhaps, perhaps a bow starting. Those are two different and very interesting questions. Uh, step one, Sean, is... You really like the lineup tonight, but I wonder if you want to have some uh, energetic, fresh legs for a really tough second night in in with altitude. You you do have so to answer that I asked directly about the second part of this question. I asked about about goaltending. I I heard you ask. I asked about Landon Bow, and he said they have to consider it, especially with how Landon Bow played in training camp and how well he acquitted himself in Pittsburgh. it was a very non-committal answer, which tells me there's still a good chance Anton Dudobin plays tomorrow. I think so. I, um, Here's a tougher question. Regardless of who plays tomorrow, let's say it's it's Hudobin. Mm-hmm. You probably would want, if you did have to give Bo a game of the back-to-back in Alberta, you want him to play the the lesser of the teams. Edmonton, mm-hmm. his hometown, mm-hmm. versus Calgary. Calgary's a much better hockey team right now. Yeah. But time and again, coaches will say the same thing. You can't hope for the next outcome. You got to try to win the first game. Yes. You don't. You can't bank points that you don't have. Correct. So it's hard to decide how they're going to do that. Now, when you have Hudobin and Bishop, you can then turn that around and mm-hmm. say, "All right, we're going to match up this, this guy and this guy." And, and the other thing is, so he played. The other thing that, that Monty has to keep in mind is he played Bishop in a back-to-back, and I don't. It's not that the injury. It's not that playing. It wasn't fatigue that caused the injury, but the fact Bishop played, he wouldn't have been in that position to get hurt if he didn't play that game. This Correct. is a much tougher back-to-back. This is not... The New York back-to-back was... They stayed at the same hotel. No travel, It was, it was really. no travel at all. It and was, no altitude change. And no altitude. This is a much tougher one. I think... Like, I look at it, and I think we also have Colorado coming off the back-to-back. They were I, in Arizona tonight, yeah. one big. Yeah, I think this might be the night you go to them. Just, it's, I, just as far as if I was in that position, I might go with Landon Bow. It's uh, not a crazy thought yes. considering the Avalanche have been very good. To answer the other two questions, Richie and Honka sitting. Um, and Jamel Smith. And Jamel Smith. Let's um, not forget Jamel. If basically Honka's sitting, I think it basically comes down, if Honka's coming back in or not, it comes down to what did the coaches think of Joel Hanley tonight? Yeah, because I don't think Fadoon comes out, yeah. and there's no way Bayreuther comes out. No. So it comes down to what did they think of Joel Hanley? Did they like what he did? And do they? And think, they like the left-right pair too. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Um, as far as Richie, it's one of those games where it's hard thinking who you take out at forward. I wonder the only. I mean, look, the only one I would think of because Yanmark was good, 
Shore was good. I could see them going Yanmark, Shore, Spezza mm-hmm. for the second line. Como was good. Would be either Val or Hints. And I could argue that both should stay in the lineup. Yeah, I don't I don't make it. That wasn't awful considering he was playing a sort of new checking line style, which is not his forte. No. But he had some he had some moments tonight. Yeah, he was Okay. He was okay. So I thought I like Como a lot tonight. I thought, I thought Como he, Como, he, Como he was had good some big hits. Como was good tonight. Obviously he got the tip in goal. Yeah. I like him. Yeah. I liked his play. It's it'll be interesting to see. And what he happened. played in Colorado, so he'll be fired I, up. I do I do think you also have to you do you do I think you do owe it to yourself too to figure out if you're going to bring a guy like we'll use Jamel Smith for example. Bringing Jamel Smith back in to play six minutes is not worth anything. No. So if you're going to bring a guy back in that you have to be will, you have to accept they're going to play. You gotta give him at least ten. Yeah. And yeah. so if Jamel Smith's gonna come back in for four minutes tomorrow, it's not worth doing. No, you might as well use one of your bigger yeah. physical guys. Oh. Yep. Well, that's uh, first last one for about a week, and then we'll yeah, get... you know what, Hitchapalooza will be oh. our next car cast, and we'll have already had. You'll be in Edmonton for the first wave of that. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure the scrums will be very entertaining. I Sean, for, I, look, I can't I, wait to hear if he's got sunglasses on for I, you. I look forward to because his, I look we forward. have a quote that says he's not paying a dime to read your stuff on the athletic. I look forward to Hitch's greeting. So, everyone, uh, thank you for listening, and. Um, have a uh, have a good night. I have a plane to catch in five hours. Thanks, everyone.